today's episode, we're talking about how you can take time off over Christmas and still bring money into your business while you're enjoying your turkey. Welcome to JFDI with the two Lauras, the podcast for freelance social media managers, where we share our decades of experience to help you to build a business that not only makes you a profit and supports your family, but you actually enjoy working in because otherwise, what is the point? In today's episode, we're talking about how you can sit back and relax over the festive season without worrying that you're not bringing money into your business because we all deserve a break. But even when Santa's coming, we still have bills to pay. But before we dive in, we want to say a big thank you to our friends at Agora Pulse for sponsoring this episode and allowing us to bring all of this free advice to you week after week. After this episode, you're probably going to have a ton of questions and we'd love to help answer those for you. After all, there's only so much we can share on a podcast. So we'd love to invite you to come and hang out in our free Facebook community. It's called the Social Media Managers Hub and it's where all of our podcast listeners hang out. To join the group, all you need to do is search the Social Media Managers Hub on Facebook or go to thesocialmediamanagershub.com. Pop your email address in the request to join and we'll let you in as soon as we can to continue chatting about everything we dive into today. Okay, let's do this. I feel quite festive today and I feel like I should have come to our recording with some tinsel on. I know, I should have put a Christmas jumper on. Not that anyone would have seen it whilst they're listening, but that's not the point. So let's talk then about how can we take time off over Christmas, but still make money? Because I think there's a lot of focus from people about, you know, you need to do this to take time off and you need to automate that to take time off and blah, blah, blah. But there's no real talk about how when you do some of these things, you can still actually make money. Like we... We want to make money, even if we're just sitting and eating our quality streets. Can I just say as well, to just take things one step back, there is nothing wrong with not taking time off over Christmas. 100%. I feel like there's this kind of, oh, we should take time off. We should enjoy time with our family. Whereas quite frankly, Christmas is, I was going to really swear then, really (laughs) shitty time for some people. And some people actually might just want to carry on with their work. And I just want to say, no bloody judgment here. Like, I quite like putting my feet up and eating my body weight in quality streets, which is a lot. But I equally respect the fact that people, not everyone wants to do that. I'm not even, not everyone can. No. And equally, if you need to work to get away from your family, um, like I may well <laughs> use that as an excuse myself, then yeah, crack on. <laughs> Yeah, the amount of emergency meetings oh, that happen. 100%. There's going to be content that I'm going to have to create. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, so if you want to take those that time off, it can, well, to take time off generally as a social media marketer, it's incredibly difficult, I think. Um, but it's not impossible. And, you know, we've done similar podcasts and we've got uh, lots of resources within the inner hub our membership helping people take time off over summer and and it was it's been great to see how many people have been able to kind of down tools over summer so we want if people choose to to people to have that same yeah enjoyment of christmas if that's what they want yeah and it doesn't even have to be over the christmas period right i'm gonna have to have time off in december because william is having quite a serious operation. So I'm going to have to have time off. So whether you need to take time off to go and eat your turkey or you want to go and lie on a beach or anything else, then you can use all of this advice anytime, really. Yeah. 
So this is about how we can take time off, down tools, not piss off our clients, but also make more money if you want yes. to. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So let's start by just tackling the client thing. So mm -hmm. you've got clients, you've got social media management clients, maybe they're coaching clients as well, I suppose. Any any recurring income type of clients. Mm -hmm. How do we ensure that they understand that you're taking time off? Like well, that they can't send you a message on Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> and well, that has happened to me actually. Oh my um, God. Yeah. I think sometimes, and this happens a lot, not all the time, some clients are brilliant, but often I think clients forget that we're freelancers. Mm. We're not employees. Yeah. And I think also it's weird, isn't it? Because they forget that we're, we're not employees, but equally, they would probably wouldn't message their employee on Christmas Day. No. So it's this weird boundary thing that they have going on. And I don't yeah. really understand the mindset. But anyway, what, so what can we do to make sure that that doesn't happen? It comes back, doesn't it, to having all of your systems and processes in place. Mm -hmm. And especially like at the very beginning of your relationship with a working with a, like a long term client, with your contract, with your terms of business, making sure that all of that is outlaid from the outset so they know when you work, when you don't work, all of that yeah. stuff. But these might be clients who've been with you for months and months or years, years and years even. So it's a case of kind of just reminding, isn't it? And it's like, it might feel awkward to remind them of what you do and don't do, but all businesses will have a sign in their window saying, we are not open on Christmas day. Uh, you know, it's not unreasonable for us to do the same. No, and I think it's just, I don't, like I've worked with some of my clients for like five years now and I won't find it awkward at all telling mm. them <laughs> what's happening. And because the conversation will go, right, I'm thinking about what will happen over the Christmas period. They close down for Christmas, which to be fair, probably helps with that. So I'll be saying, what content do you want to go out, of, out over Christmas? Bearing in mind, there'll be no staff team to respond to inquiries. What's our strategy for that? And to remind you, my last working day will be blah, 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 blah. And I will be back on blah, 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 blah. So I think that conversation can easily happen because you will have to have a conversation with your clients because Christmas and New Year, it's a funny time of year for, for, for all businesses. And some people go, you know, they're busy. Mm. That's a key point for them. Some people go really quiet. So there's not a one set rule, I don't think, on how to approach this is going to be very much dependent on the client and depending on their business. But you will have to have a conversation with them about what their strategy is over that period of time. So that is your opportunity to kind of remind them, just to remind you, I take this period of time off. And yeah. as you mentioned, having, having it in your terms of business, like I've always got in there that I take bank holidays off, what I'll do during kind of Christmas and summer holidays, those kind of things. So make sure it's in there. So you can refer back to it if anyone says, oh, hang on a minute, I didn't know you dared to take a bank holiday off. Yeah. We had an email, I can't remember who it's from, um, but it was in our inbox recently. And below the email signature, it said, just to let you know, I am taking time off from X to Y dates. And I thought that was brilliant because regardless of whether or not they are somebody who, you know, we work with long-term, because I really cannot remember who it was. I think that's brilliant because even if you've had that conversation, that's a good reminder constantly, but it's also setting expectations for new people who are coming into your inbox of when you're going to be available in that period. And like the earlier you can do that and just have it below your signature, I think is a really good idea. I do that. 
Well, you would do, wouldn't you? Give her a gold star. Definitely <laughs> worth it. And on that note, that whole um, out of office reply, mm. you need to have that on. Um, and we can talk a little bit more about that. But you need to enforce it just as much as they need to enforce it. So if your out of office reply says, I will not be in the office from the 22nd of December until the 4th of January, I will not be in touch, type of whatever you say. Don't then reply to that email mm. because what you're doing is saying to them, actually, you can contact me. It's fine. It's yeah, just, you're special. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you don't want you. You're going to have to enforce it just as much as they need to enforce it. And I think mm. that's really important because we are, by nature, a lot of us are people pleasers, aren't we? And we want to, we want our clients to think that we're responsive and helpful and useful and they can't possibly get rid of us. You know, we want, but actually you really do deserve a break if you choose to take one. Yeah, 100% agree. And on the um, out of office point that you were just making, people kind of miss an opportunity quite often with their out of office responses. And they just say, I'm currently on holiday. I'm back on whatever date. And that's it. But your out of office reply could actually help somebody who's dropping into your inbox while you're away so that when you come back, you don't even need to deal with them. Like it could be that it has in there um, like a link to your most popular blogs or a link to your most popular lead magnets that will really help somebody when they're emailing you. But also your pre-qualifying form. Yeah, exactly. You can have in there your pre-qualifying form. So if somebody is emailing you saying, you know, I'm thinking about hiring you, I want to work with you. How can you tell me more information? And they get an out of office reply that says, if you're thinking about working with me, this is the process you need to go to. Click here, come and fill in my form. I'll get back to you when I come back from my break. Then you don't have to go through all that process again. And they've already given you all the information. They are kind of in that mindset. They're right. We've given them in the information. We're going to hear back from them in the new year. Brilliant. We don't need, we could cross that off the, our list. We don't need to worry about that anymore. And then when you do get back to them and you've paid attention to everything they've said and you've got back to them in the time that you've said, like that's immediately given them a really good kind of first impression, hasn't it? So think about how you can make that out of office autoresponder work really well for you to solve problems and to kind of position you well so that when you come back, like I said, you haven't got a massively full inbox of things that you actually have to action. Yeah, nice. Love it. (laughs) Okay, so back in terms of kind of setting those boundaries and managing expectations with your clients, I think... And I, you know, I've just touched on that in terms of some businesses are really, really busy at Christmas time. Some businesses are are quieter. So this really does depend, but I, it's incredibly important to be thinking about this now. Like what are your deadlines come Christmas? When is it you want to get them, them to get you, sorry, the, the most, the most relevant content that you need to get through that Christmas period or any key messages or what are they doing about January sales or are they going to do anything for Boxing Day? You know, all of that thing you need to be saying to your client probably now, right, what's our plans? Mm. So you can go away and think about what's, you know, build that strategy together, think about what content you need. You'll then need to say, okay, when do I need this content by? Now, now you might think, oh, well, if they get to contact me by X date, I can turn it around and it will be in the scheduler by this date. Just remember how crazy December is. Like if you're anything like me, you'll have nativity plays, there'll be Christmas bloody parties all the time. There'll be more social things where you have to go and see your long lost aunt 
the only time you ever see them you know knocking on your door every five minutes yeah you won't (laughs) be able to concentrate you'll be trying to like hide presence in play you know it's just full on i can't wait um so that (laughs) that lead up to christmas it is really important that you just give yourself that flexibility there is no point like literally you know crawling through the door on the 25th of december absolutely and on that point that you've just made i think it's important to remember that it's not just you who will be like that your clients might be like Mm. that so you need to make sure that you've given them the deadlines that you need stuff way before so you're not chasing them whilst they're running around doing all of the christmas parties and you know dealing with their hangover after the work office party and all of that stuff you want to make sure that you've got what you need early so that they don't get kind of tied up too especially if they're businesses that are big and busy in December. So imagine Mm. if you're like, for example, like an e-commerce where you've got a prime gift buying business, they are going to be flat out until those last delivery Mm. dates or postal dates, whatever they're called. So it's important that you are aware of that. So if you know that December is a really busy time for your client, then just say, look, it's November you know, whatever day, let, let's have this conversation now so I don't have to bother you mm. in December, for example. So it's hard to be very specific because you, you'll have clients that f- fall into that e-commerce category, for example, but you'll also have clients that don't. So you just want to consider your individual clients and think and think backwards. Like, yeah. what day am I finishing? How long am I going to need to allow for the Amazon deliveries and the nativities (laughs) and everything? How long extra am I going to need because of all of that? So therefore, what is my deadline for my clients? And then you may even want to give that a few extra days so you have got a buffer from your clients in terms of if they do forget. So just work backwards in the calendar. And probably what you'll realise is you're at that point now that you need to be having these conversations now. Yeah. And don't just do this for your clients. Do this for yourself as well, for your own marketing. And we're going to talk about how you can make money in a minute, but like where you're working backwards for what you need from your clients, you should also be doing that and working backwards for what you need for your own content, for what you want to be going out over Christmas, for what you want to be ready in the scheduler for over New Year, all of that stuff, so that you don't have to think about it like right at the last minute, it's done. Um, And you like one of the things I always remember, one of the first things like tips that you gave to me, all the way back years and years ago was like when you start when you're scheduling now if you add in additional content now instead of scheduling one post you're scheduling two you quickly Mm. kind of build up all of this content in your in your scheduler without even realizing almost and all of a sudden you look at it and you're like oh brilliant it's full so instead of getting to that last week of term where we're on our like burnout and thinking, right, I've got to create content now that's going to get me through from Christmas to New Year, which is like 10 days. Obviously, some people may just go, I'm not going to put anything out on social, but we'll come on to how, why mm. we think that that shouldn't be the case. But instead of getting to that point in, in the point where you're really busy, you're tired, you're exhausted, you can't be arsed. So potentially then you're going to create content that is not going to be your best and just whack it out anyway mentality think now right when you sit down and want to create your content for your business and this goes for your clients too I used to do this with all of my clients is every time I used to sit down obviously it depends how many weeks you've got left but I would add a couple more in a couple of posts in that will either be relevant for Christmas or New Year or or 
more kind of I could put anywhere <laughs> they could be moved around if necessary so like not time specific so I'm doing that in the lead up so as you say by the time you get to finishing at Christmas you can look at the scheduler and you can go oh actually you know what I've pretty I'm much done, done. Yeah, yeah I might need to tweak a few things fair enough fine you know you might need to change some bits but at least you've done the heavy lifting you've done the and you don't have to worry that you've got shit content going out because you know it's really good because <laughs> yeah. you've had time yeah. to do it well so yeah. think now and rather than thinking shit I've got if you want to post every day over Christmas for example which you know some people will want to do that's instead of thinking right I've got to think of 10 really good pieces of content in one sitting you don't have to do that you kind of just work yourself backwards and just do a couple at a time and it's much more easier to think of it like that definitely recommend doing that can we just talk about content over Christmas like during the Christmas period because I feel like a lot of people will be like yeah but you know no one's really on social over Christmas it's not worth me putting content out people are not thinking about spending money and blah 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 and I know that I am not alone when I say this but this and this doesn't just happen over Christmas by the way this happens pretty much every Sunday but over the Christmas period (laughs) there will be multiple days where my husband will be asleep on the sofa my child will be watching a movie and I will be thinking hmm what am I going to do? I know I'll pick up my phone and I'm going to scroll through social and there will be hardly any interesting content on there and I would be bored, right? Any Mm. great content that stands out to me, I will spend time reading it. I will spend time engaging with that person. I might go and buy from that person because there's such a small amount of great content around in those periods. So I feel like it's such a missed opportunity not to show up then and, and this happens on a Sunday as well. Don't even talk to me about Sunday social media content. It's so dull. And, you know, note to myself, maybe we should start posting more on Sundays. But I just feel like like you kind of might be missing a trick and missing an opportunity because people will be looking through socials while they're stuffing their turkey. Yeah, and people will have, you know, be full up of turkey. They'll have eaten all their quality streets or roses. Definitely not roses. Can we just get that out there? <laughs> Well, I, I do both, um, <laughs> although I prefer roses. Then they've fallen out with their in-laws. They've fallen out with the kids over Monopoly and they're just hiding somewhere. This might just be me scrolling. They're taking that 10 minutes just to kind of remove themselves from the stresses of Christmas. Mm. And, and also for me, I've got quite a big family, but I know I will be spending a lot of that Christmas break going up and down motorways Mm. so i'll be on my phone obviously i mean i'm a passenger i will not be driving (laughs) and doing this but i'll be a passenger on in the on the motorways and just probably sat in traffic and i that's when i'll be doing a lot of scrolling so i rarely leave my house but over the christmas time i will be out and about more so i i will be sat in the car so some people will want to have a digital detox and some people will want to remove themselves. But, but you can still have a digital detox if you by scheduling your content if you're a yeah, social yeah, media. Yeah, manager. absolutely. Mm-hmm. But in terms of just a, from a consumer perspective, oh, right. yeah, I, I do think I do think people are still like I can just picture it now that, you know, the post turkey slumped on the sofa, slightly wonky Christmas hat, and everyone just sat on their mobile phones not yeah. wanting to speak. Really terrible movie on. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. Yeah. The King's Speech. Mm. Nearly said the Queen's then. Anyway, um, so yeah, so, and I also think with that in mind, there's a couple of other points to bear in mind. If your niche or your dream clients fall into that, 
e-commerce, the the people who were really busy in the lead up to Christmas, that post-Christmas where they are exhausted and they're thinking, I can't do this again next year. I can't do this because I was having to do all the social media. I was having to do all the ads or the ads person was rubbish or the social media person they were using was rubbish or you know whatever they're like, they're, they're exhausted and they're having this kind of well, they've made no sales or even yeah, well that's mm. even worse and they have this kind of debrief in their head of how can I do this differently because I can't do this again next year that's where you need to go ta-da <laughs> you can come and help you know well, well you I can help you god I can't get my words out it's like I've been on the Christmas sherry yeah you need to be in their in their faces saying yeah. come you know, come and pick me. I can help you. So, you know, get content out there now. Yeah, but Laura, no one spends money over Christmas. But they do. <laughs> it's like, you know, that like that whole Boxing Day sale mentality. Oh, yeah. Like I know. Can I just say, right? We know from experience that people spend money over over Christmas. Whether yeah. you work with econ businesses, whether your clients are B two B, whatever. People spend money over Christmas and every single Christmas day since we launched it, somebody has bought the social media manager's toolkit. So don't tell us that people don't spend money or they don't think about their business on Christmas day because they 100% do. Yeah. Yeah. Just have that in your mind. Just thinking, okay, how can I tap into those people? Because other people might not be tapping into them. So it's like there's a whole world of opportunity for you. Yeah, no, definitely. I feel like I just got right on my high horse then. Yeah, although I wish I knew what we did each year to make someone buy on Christmas Day because I don't Shh, actually don't know what we did. Don't tell them it's not strategic. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but the point is people are buying and I know I buy. I mm. go into this. Like I know I know it's a bit of all this whole, you know, Boxing Day sales, January sales. It's all, you know, hot air really, isn't it? But I definitely am like, right what bargains am I going to get or what can I get? Like, I just get quite excited. Yeah, it's all, and then, it's all that, oh, I wish I'd asked for that for Christmas. Oh, I'll just buy it kind yeah, of thing, yeah. isn't it? Well, I always buy myself the best present. So, <laughs> like, that's I mean, to fine. be fair, you yes. do buy good presents. <laughs> and then if people are, like, if people have the cash, the Christmas money, you know, they never know what to buy you. Oh, well, I'll just give you some money or you tell me what you want and I'll buy it. Like the social media manager's toolkit, for example. Then <laughs> you can just go buy it. And yeah. so I definitely think people are buying, I think is the yeah <laughs> the crux of it. So then we started this episode talking about how we're going to help people to actually make money over Christmas. So shall we pivot straight into that yeah. right now? Yes. Okay. So as you mentioned, we have always made money as a our business over Christmas, the whole Christmas period, the Christmas kind of couple of weeks break-ish that people tend to have. But even when we were both freelancers, we were looking at this the other day, weren't we? We kind of dusted off the old uh, spreadsheets and had a look at what money we used to make over the Christmas period, aside from like our clients. Um, and there, it would probably ranged between 750 to a grand, grand and a half over the Christmas week, two weeks that was additional income that we made through offers that we would put out there. So, yeah. you know, we're talking this, some of this goes back probably six or seven years. So with inflation, you could yeah. d- double that now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you can definitely make money. I keep saying that. And so that <laughs> let's talk about the ways in which we've done that. And then we can kind of break down some steps that people should be taking. 
We all know that businesses hiring social media marketers want to see a return on their investment. After all, they probably hired you to make sure their business was being seen by the right people. But ROI is a really tricky thing to prove when it comes to organic social media marketing, unless you can use stone cold data. With Agora Pulse, you can easily see which posts and conversations are driving website traffic, leads and sales without being a Google Analytics expert. Get two months free with Agora Pulse at thetwolawyers.com forward slash Agora Pulse and see for yourself. So yeah, what totally. were you selling mainly so over kind mostly of Christmas? Mostly over that Christmas kind of period, I was selling power hours and nurture packages um, they were kind of like my, I would say my bread and butter, but like I had management clients anyway, but most of my income would still have come from those kind of things. And so over like Christmas, New Year, those sorts of times, I would always make sure that I pushed those because I knew in my business that January was pretty quiet. So if I could get the sales in December, but deliver in January, then, you know, bonus jobs are good. Mm-hmm. In. So that's what I would mostly focus on. Yeah, so I used to do similar, push the power hours, um, especially if I was doing a price increase for the new year. Um, And also the audits, I I remember doing um, and having a bit of a, putting together a bit of an offer on the audits, Mm. mainly... And trying to tap into their mindset of, like, are you not happy with your Christmas sales this year? Mm. Let me do an audit for you and we we can find out why it didn't work and blah, 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 blah. So... That would be my kind of approach over that Christmas period. And I used to normally, again, probably do a price increase or get do extras um, to encourage people to do it. And I would always have like a deadline, a cutoff. Yeah, same. And yeah, I would do the price increase for the for the power hours as well. And that's what, but what I would do is I would give the price, I would like have a deadline for the price increase so you can pay for it, but you don't have to like actually take yeah, it. Until yeah, exactly. Like six weeks yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's a perfect time of year. If you, you know, you should all be thinking, where, you know, should I put my prices up? The answer generally is yes, um, unless you've done it recently. Um, so it is a good time of year to, to kind of review your prices and put your prices up. And and it, and the, really, the same for management clients. You mm. could say, I have got one space available for clients in twenty twenty four. My prices are going to be going up. So if you want to grab it now on the 2023 prices, book in a, you know, here's my pre-qualify form. Yeah. So you can totally like use that as a, as a driver to push for sales. But yeah, over that Christmas period in particular, because those things like that, you like obviously management, you are going to want to be able to look at that pre-qualify form. You're going to want to book in a discovery call and you're going to want that to be as fairly prompt as possible. Um, So it's probably not the best time to be pushing for management clients if you're mm. not going if you are literally going to be putting your feet up for two weeks and aren't going to be able to be too yeah. responsive for that um so it's better to be if you're thinking of your offer triangle you'll want to be thinking what else can i push over this christmas period that is easy to sell you can automate some of that kind of sales process um and then you can pick it up in the new year when you're back at your desk so yeah power hours audits even strategies yeah, masterclasses, workshops. There's so many different things that you yeah. can do. Um, you know, even VIP days, whatever it is that yeah. you... Digital products. Yeah. Okay, so how do we do it? Okay, so I would say 
the first thing you need to do well obviously you need to decide what it is that you're going to be selling over that mm. christmas period you don't want to be just be selling everything <laughs> no we're talking about what like a strategy for one thing yeah yeah and then you want to if it's if it's something that you've never done before and it's an offer you've never put together before i would be saying to be talking about it now to get validation do actually people want this because you don't want to spend the next however many weeks planning for this this um promotional period and then no one wants it so if it's yeah. new and no one's ever bought it before then go and do some validation exercises on your socials to your audience etc to find out if they actually do want what you want to sell yeah and on that don't just go by what other people are doing like it, it might be that some, you've seen somebody else selling something similar so you think well there must be a need for it but that doesn't mean that your audience wants it. So make sure you yeah. do validate regardless, even if you know it's something that sells really well for other people, because you want to make sure that you've got the right people ready to buy it. Yeah, 100%. So I think once you know what it is you want to sell, you need to think about how am I going to kind of package this up to be this kind of irresistible offer. Mm. And, and that doesn't always have to be a discount, which I think lots of people, all, oh, well, I'll give it a discount. Actually, rarely have I ever given a discount it would be like we've just talked about my prices are going up so you can get it at these prices if you want mm. to be price driven but sometimes it can just be as simple as um I'm only going to do 10 which I've definitely done before I'm going to book some 10 you've, so there's that kind of scarcity element or it could be um if you book before the 31st of December I'm going to be giving 25% extra free on a power hour so you're basically yeah, giving them that. an extra 15 minutes you know so yeah. doesn't always don't automatically think oh hang on I'm gonna have to make you know half the price of my power you don't but you do need to give somebody a reason to to buy it now because if you have power hours for example if that's what we go with offer 12 months of the year no one's going to buy it now because they'll just think, oh, I can't, I can't think I'll about it. I'll buy it when I need it. Yeah, I'll mm. wait, I'll wait. Whereas actually if you package it up to be this irresistible offer and a reason for somebody to buy it now, then I think you're more, you'll see more money in the bank as a result. Yeah, definitely. It, like, going into irresistible offers is a whole several podcast in itself. Um, yeah. But we've got lots of information on how to craft an irresistible offer in the Social Media Managers Toolkit. Um, so we'll make sure that the link for that is in the show notes. But um, if you are a Social Media Managers Toolkit owner, go and grab the um, launch plan and the irresistible offer guide and everything. And that will definitely help you with this. OK, so you've created your irresistible offer. You have started to schedule your content in advance because we've already talked about that. And you've obviously got these deadlines or this scarcity, this urgency, this reason for people to buy. What else do we need to do to make sure that we can make sales but have time off? You need to consider how you're actually going to launch it. You need a plan. You need to think. You, you, one post is not going to work. And I know no. I don't need to tell you that. But one post saying this is what I'm offering, it's just not going to work. Especially, yes, we've talked about the fact that people are sat they're scrolling you know they're slumped on the sofa they're more may and maybe because social media is a quieter time you maybe in theory get people's attention more but equally people's attentions go it's only put you know someone's going to put that you know box of roses in front of laura that's it her attention's well gone. yeah that and post. also 
if I've got to get off the sofa to go and get my credit card, you're going to need to keep reminding me because I am not getting up when I'm eating those quality streets. <laughs> Can't get up. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. So definitely think about how you can like launch this offer. Like, like with everything, nothing should, you should never just sell anything based on one post. You're going to have to actually plan out a strategic launch, which includes building people up so they're primed to buy. And then you're going to keep reminding people of this offer and probably post more than you're prepared thinking that you want to post. But if you're putting it in a scheduler, then that kind of removes the icky feeling because you're not putting it into the world right now. So put more content in the scheduler than you would normally feel comfortable with. If you feel comfortable that you've got, you know, you, uh, you know, I feel really comfortable with my amount of content. You haven't got enough. Yeah. Like we often are like, oh, should we do another post? And then we're like, oh, maybe we should, maybe we shouldn't. We do one, guess what? We get sales. So there's never a reason not to kind of just do a little bit more. What more could you do to in order to get those sales? And the other thing I think you need to think about is if you do want to take that time off as well as the actual content, like what do you need to do? What can you set up now in terms of like automation for delivery of stuff so that you don't have to like respond to emails? So for example, if it was power hours that you were selling and you are on your content, maybe you're like driving people to a sales page. They then, you know, can book and pay for your power hour. You don't want them to have to email you to get a time to go and book the, you know, the date they want. You want them to be able to go into like Calendly or whatever, select a time, pay for it and the job's done and you don't have to worry about it. And also maybe you've automated emails that go to them saying, you know, excellent, you've booked, here's what happens next, blah, 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 and all of that sort of stuff. So setting up all of that now means that you can just sit and relax and eat your quality streets. By the way, if you are not based in the UK and you don't know what quality streets are, they're like a big tin, although now it's like plastic. I know, it's it's like a small tin now that's made of plastic. But anyway, they're chocolates that you eat at Christmas and for some reason, no other time of the year. Yeah, which is strange, weird. isn't it? Yeah, very strange, but I love them. Um, strawberry I, ones, if you don't like them, send oh, them my way, by the way. I hate, I've already said to Laura, <laughs> I am posting her the strawberry ones. They are the <laughs> yes. worst. They're the they ones are that the are the best. No, they're the first yeah. ones to go in my house. Anyway, we digress. Where were we? <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about what you can automate. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's really important because that's, you want, and you want to test that. Mm. don't go oh I've sorted out some automation and then suddenly it goes wrong just as you're serving your turkey because that is just not going to help with your taking you two weeks off so yeah. make sure you're testing those automations get someone to go and buy something or you buy it yourself or what have you and check that that whole process works yeah and if you're using Calendly make sure you've blocked out the dates that you're not going to be available to like deliver a power hour or whatever so that no one's booking for like boxing day when you are <laughs> nursing your hangover <laughs> yeah god imagine gutted <laughs> And if you sat here thinking, oh God, well, I just don't really know how to do a launch. I don't know how to launch this product. And as Laura's mentioned, you don't know how to kind of craft that irresistible offer. Then all of this is available within the toolkit. We have a whole launch plan that you can use and follow. So it's all in there. And as we say, we'll pop the link in the show notes. Yeah. And if this has left you with other questions, don't forget you come and ask us things in our community the social media managers hub we will not be in there on christmas day but any other time drop in and ask us any questions we'll pop the link for that in the show notes and we will be back 
same time same place next week with even more advice to help you to build your business as a social media manager by the way if you don't want to miss out on that make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever it is you're listening and we will see you then see you soon toodle pip ta-ra